and welcome back to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike. And we are back after, what, like a month and a week? Something like that? Five weeks? Uh, I know that the last time that I looked at my email on the computer was... Um, but April 24th. <laughs> so that's how long it's been. So you don't check your email except for the purpose of receiving Zoom invites from me? No, no, no. The computer's just not linked up to my phone. I have, oh, you know, okay. I check my email, you know, frequently enough. It's just that, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> that's the, uh, the thing. I see. I see. Yeah, no. I see. I see. Oh my God. Oh, so God. Happy Pride. Yeah, that's definitely something we should mention since we're rolling into June in high spirits and uh, uh, there's still people blowing up stuff because they don't agree with uh, the color scheme and uh, they don't they don't they don't want, you know, everyone to be happy. They just want people that they deem fit to be happy to have that. Well, that and other people being unhappy makes them happy. So right. Yeah, it does kind of. you know, and it's it's shitty, but that's that's the way they operate, I guess. I don't know, because I'm not, uh, I, I can't understand thinking that way. I just, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't you, work. You lack the damage that was done to them at an early age to make them think the way they do. I'm like, Although, oh, somebody else is happy? I sometimes wonder if, if that's not an act on some of the parts of the bigger players in like the influencer world and, and like the political world and you know they, they, they're like a certain way on, on social media and then you hear these stories about them behind scenes where they're a different person and I, I just think, you know, there's, some, there's a lot of dumb ones, don't get me wrong, there's, there's tons of dumb, you know, people out there. But there's also some really smart ones that are acting dumb to manipulate other dumb people, and it's working really well. So it's hard to um, it's hard to ignore that, like you know, because then you have to ask the question with every one of them, like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and all those fools. Like, are they are they really as dumb as they appear to be, or is it an act? constructed entirely to push uh, the talking points out in a certain direction so they can snipe them off for stuff they really give a shit about. I I really think that um, you would probably be surprised. Well, I don't know. You might not be surprised because you know, but uh, I I think you know anyways that a lot of those people, yeah, it's just, it's a big act. Yeah, They really don't have a whole lot of interest in most Mm -hmm. things. And if it's going to make me money, I will, you know, I'll do it. That's, that's what it amounts to. Oh, somebody's paying me to bring this up and look like an idiot. So I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No big deal. It's, you know, but I mean, on the other, none of these people seriously want to live in the kind of environment that they speak of having, because it would be terrible. Well, I don't, in some cases, I don't think they understand what they're asking for. Um, but yeah, I, think I think a lot of it is- I, I give them enough credit to if they were able to get themselves elected and go through all that stuff, I give them enough credit to understand the nuances of some things. You know what I mean? Where like when somebody says something, they're like, yeah, that really is fucking bad. But yeah, but Lauren whatever, Bobert, I don't fucking care. Lauren Bobert. I mean, come on. She's got to have some kind of intelligence at some level. I mean, she did, albeit unsuccessfully, run a business and everything else and uh i don't know if you heard the recent 911 
recording from her uh, son calling the police on her husband because he was, you know, fucking beating him up. And Bobert gets on the phone and in her, you know, congressional voice is like, oh, no, everything's fine. I mean, you're obviously going to have to send somebody out to check anyway, but there's nothing going on here. He's just like throwing me across the house. <laughs> he got, I don't know why he got mad. He just started yelling at me and he started throwing me. <laughs> Jason, Bobert. All I wanted to say, all I wanted to say is me and my dad were starting to yell at each other. He didn't really get physical with me. It was just like, I was overwhelmed. Me, me, me and my dad were over. Hang on. Hi. I'm the mom. Hi. Um, okay, so there was an argument over dinner. I understand you guys got to come and talk to them. I'm down at our second location with... I was already here getting things ready for an event, but I don't know. I was talking to him, and he had said that he had called. So just to let you know, I have him, his dad's up at, at the house. Yeah, he had told me he was going to be down at the farmhouse, and I've got him headed that way to help him. It's the uh, yeah, he doesn't need help, but they can they can come here, yeah. Like completely downplays the fact that her kid was being abused. Yeah, and everything else, and it's just well, you know, and that's the thing. Like these people live in that, you know, that sh that's like that show House of Cards. I just meant that that shows to me that there's some kind of cognitive. Well, you know, I guess so. Yeah, I just it's hard to say at a certain point where the stupidity ends and the authentic human begins. True, and I I True. can't. That's the problem, uh, and it's the problem, and it's also precisely the point which is that these people are cartoons. They're not really people in our eyes. Um, and that works wonderfully. And some people are willing to take a paycheck to be a, a clown. Uh, it, we've I'd seen like that again I'd like to be a clown that actually made people laugh and get paid for it. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but, that uh, would be nice. Not, not, not where you have to sell your soul and no. corrupt your morals. That's, no. that's not something I'm interested in. Thank you. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Um, I'd, really rather, I'd really rather kind of... Uh, avoid luxury if it's going to make me into lesser of a person. You know? And 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 I don't think that luxury isn't necessarily a bad thing. I just think that uh, some people... Uh, here, uh, I'll put it another way. I'm not impressed with people who seek fame for the corporate purpose of being famous. Like, you know, whether it's a product that they're making or an ideology that they're selling, if I can tell that their main hook is they just want to be in the limelight, I immediately distrust them, you know? It's like when you go, it, it, you know what it's like? It's like that time I was in California and, and I'm walking with my nephew and this guy in a, a stormtrooper suit comes up and he's dancing around. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. And so he comes dancing up to me and he's like, flexing and doing all this stuff and i'm like this is really cool and then he whispers in my ear he's like yeah pictures man come on get some pictures i'm like yeah cool well that's awesome and then as he, they're taking the pictures like i usually take a 20 dollars donation i'm like ah now i see all right so you're getting your <laughs> fucking weed money or your rent money or whatever it is but you're tricking me it's free enterprise man it is free enterprise but you're tricking me you're you're conning me into paying you 20 dollars 
for this elevated value for something that I didn't want or ask for. I guess, for. though, that people in California maybe uh, should. I mean, I'm leery of everything. I would exp- I would probably be like, oh, I don't know. Like, does it cost me anything? Like, right off the top that he right. would be like, well, I mean, how could you not know that I was getting paid? I mean, come on. I had to pay for this costume and, yeah, yeah. you know, my dancing lessons in the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. And the cock it. pills that I take. <laughs> cock pills. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help, is it? Well, I guess it depends on what kind of uh, contracting you do for yourself, like, you know, uh, bridal parties and stuff like that. Hey, maybe. Maybe. You but got I... a big old wang that you can hang a sock off of or, <laughs> you know, and fill the sock. Yeah. Not like, like, like I would have a hard time filling infant socks, to be honest. Right. So. <laughs> right. It'd be, well, no, that don't sell yourself short. Hey. Oh. Oh. You're yeah. right. I could fill a child's sock. You could fill a child's sock. That's a terrible That's thing a to terrible, say. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, that doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. Like, fill it with what? My penis. Oh, yeah. That made it better. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, now now you're on a watch list. I I probably already was. You have to explain <laughs> like to your neighbors why you're on that list, and they're no. like, "Well, yeah, what? So yeah, you're on the offenders list. Why? Uh, I, I like uh, to put my dick in children's socks." <laughs> yeah, my most immediate neighbor would never, you know, know, and I could probably talk them out of believing I did anything bad just by being like, "Oh, it's, it's government conspiracy, man," you know. So yeah. I'd probably be all right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like there are certain crimes that don't necessarily belong lumped in with that whole law because it seems a little aggressive and unreasonable to lump in a urinator, you know, like a public urinator with someone who's like fucking around with kids and shit. Um, I mean, I get, I get where they're coming from. I truly do. Yeah. I truly do. But. It just seems like an easy mistake to make when you're drunk or something that doesn't need to ruin the next five years of your life to yeah. the rest of your life, depending on where you I think circumstances, you, you know, need to be taken into account. Like that dude that shit uh, in plain view of the basement or the of the uh, kids club when I worked or where I worked at, uh, I don't think the guy was really thinking about that because he was kind of behind <laughs> some stuff and everything, but... Uh, you know, it's still a crime nonetheless. I don't think yeah. he was doing it to get sexual gratification. Right. Well, that's my point. Like, Does anybody poop for sexual gratification? Yeah, I'm sure there are people who do. I mean, like people that are like, oh, God, I come every time I shit. I am sure there are people. That who... would be amazing. Could you like farts mm. to probably make you come too? They dude. I'd be busting nuts all day long. I'd have to dude. walk around in the pens to keep all my secretions oh, you'd in. You'd be a horrible monster, Mike. You'd be oh, horrendous. I'd be everywhere. Oh, you'd be wretched. You'd be a wretched. I'd smell like a walking, mess. weeping willow tree. Uh, <laughs> but there's shit involved too, and poop and. I wasn't farts. talking. About, I mean, I, w- I would have just farted. I mean, this just meant that I'd be jizzing because I fart a lot. That's that's what oh, I mean. Okay. I'd, I'd so, be shitting on the toilet. No. Because you had mentioned stuff about depends and. Well, yeah, because they're absorbing everywhere, and I have, you know, semen, semen everywhere. I see. Okay, because you were painting me. Seminal fluid runs amok. You were painting me a wholly different picture than 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 that. I was getting. I feel like I was. I feel like I was getting a different overall mental image. I don't know if that was your fault or mine. Cater it to your fantasies if you Uh, like. Uh, That'll be. People usually donate twenty bucks for that. I just thought I'd. (laughs) 
in this time off that we've had, I have one one fucking story that is just absolutely unbelievable. You're not going to believe it. Nobody that listens is going to believe it. But I swear to you, things happen the way that I describe them. I was driving. I believe we had just gone to eat at a KFC that had opened up in Palmyra. Okay. And uh, first time we had gone there and we're leaving and we're driving back from around the area of, you know, uh, where Walmart and Palmyra is Mm -hmm. back to my house. We're out on 422 and a vehicle is approaching me from the other direction and I'm watching and I swear to you as God is my witness. I, if I took a lie detector test, you'd see that I'm telling the truth. I saw a fucking gibbon in the passenger seat of this vehicle. A gibbon. A monkey with the with the oh. blue and red like long snout. Oh! I like... swear to God, I saw a fucking <coughs> monkey hanging out of this window with his fan. I gotta look this up. Gibbon. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty uh you know like it looks like nothing else. So it's be tough for me to to believe that I didn't see that. I mean. <laughs> Completely a wild animal. Makes no sense that that's what I saw. Right. But I swear to you, that's what I saw. Was it doing anything? Was it moving Just hanging around? out the window like a dog would. Okay, so it was alive. It wasn't like a stuffed yeah. animal. It was definitely alive and had its own awareness. And I wonder if like, like, somebody has a fucking gibbon mask and they just put the thing on to fuck with people and like drive around. And I was one of the unlucky because they're like, nobody's going to believe that shit. I said something to my... My, my one kid was in the back seat and, and to my significant other, I'm like, did you fucking see that? And they're like, no. And I was like, I'm going to spin this car around and fucking chase that thing down and find out what that was. But they were already too far gone by then. Traffic was actually pretty heavy that day. So I think I was like maybe 18 or 19 and I was, I was uh, in the car with a couple of girls that I knew. And the one girl was really sexually promiscuous. And uh, she liked to like, she was very show-offy and stuff. And she had this suction cup dildo, this huge fucking thing that was like, I want to say a good eight inches long and a good two inches thick, you know, just ridiculous fucking dildo. Mm-hmm. And then Honestly, you suddenly found it inside of your butt? She suction cupped it to the, uh, we were like driving down the, the turnpike, I think. And she suction cupped <laughs> it to the like the the windshield inside on the passenger side and began to fillet it for truckers and uh i was like i was like all right well i I guess the good news is that when we get killed i'll be the last one to die or the first one i don't know at um that'd be terrible to have an accident and get choked by a dildo yeah well, like what you, killed them? Well, it wasn't the impact. They had their seatbelt on, but they had a dildo in their mouth. You're so. not thinking about that when you're young and in, in, in impetuous in your Well, youth. yeah, I mean, my, all of my suction cup dildo stories in the vehicle, you know, mm-hmm. very similarly thought out. So, yeah, 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 I, it is what it is. I wanted to do sort of like a, uh, you know, those like uh, Iron Maiden, like medieval torture devices, just suction cup the inside of your car full of dildos in such a way that any impact whatsoever like impales you on multiple dildos that would be um yeah like have a safety curtains of dildos yeah you, you might be surprised though it might be effective and could save your life it could it could and it, it could slap anything out of your mouth that might be dangerous like a lit cigarette whereas you know 
Like a dick's gonna smack it out of your mouth and out of harm's way out the window, right? But uh, an airbag? I don't think so, buddy. Could you? I don't I'm, think I'm only so. that. I mean, if you were if you were gonna be pulled over by the police, do you think that they would want to come up and have to interact with a car full of dildos? No. Because I mean, I feel like that's I mean, you know, even that's kind of a red flag where they're gonna be like, wait a second, we should probably check this out a little further, and somebody else is like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just walk Not up interested. and be like, are you harmed? Are you hurt? No, good. All right, uh, on your way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I said on your way, but don't you want to frisk me? <laughs> I'm afraid of what I might find. <laughs> <laughs> it's Just, more uh, about, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's more about what might be inside of you, sir. <laughs> 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 You know what I thought of the other day? I was sitting at the table and I thought about colons and semicolons. Okay. And it made me chuckle because a colon is two dots, kind of like an anus and a vagina. And a semicolon has the dot like an anus and a little like swoosh that could be a penis. I think that they're gender specific. Hmm. I don't yeah. think that that's what they're meant for. I, I really feel like that's, you know, that that could be. I, I understand what they're actually meant for. Different okay. lengths of pause in, uh, well, yeah. in written word. But, well, not just yeah. pause, but also they have different specific meanings. But that's fine. Yeah, you get the gist. I don't think that they're intended for a sexual innuendo. Usually the, the most that I see is when you have the little winky face emoticon. Right. I can't believe that it took me 45 years to, to come to that conclusion about colons and semi, especially with the name colon. It's literally well, butthole. All right. Well, then what do you say I mean, to the asterisk? called a cloaca. Well, what, what, what do you say then to the asterisk? That's clearly a butthole. It, yeah, friend. it is. It is clearly a butthole and it has ass to yeah. risk. Right. I mean, asterisk. it's your ass to risk. Exactly. Yeah. So like I this think, is where it goes. I think there's a lot of sexual innuendo involved in punctuation. Perhaps. And perhaps. we just have been ignoring it willfully all this time. We may have been, but I yeah. I don't know. I think I think maybe you're just you're just staring at your keyboard too much, personally, I think is what's happening. Well, you know. And finding eroticism in it, which which is something that you find in a lot of things, I find. Uh, yeah. You're well, I mean you do. You see the poon in every in every tang, or you see the I don't know <laughs> the poon in every tang. Yeah, I've never opened a can of tang and found poon. If I did, might be a little disturbed by that. Does tang come in a can, or is it like I thought it was like packets or like a? Well, when we were kids, it was powder in a can. Yeah, but it was that's all. Yeah, I was okay. just hearkening back to those days. Not but that it actually like, still comes that way. But not like a proper can. That was the shit that the fucking astronauts drink, man. But not like a proper can, though. It was more like a cardboard tube with a foil lining. Yeah. Which is pretty space agey when you think yeah. about well, it. Yeah. Well, dude, astronaut drink. What do you? Yeah. What do you? I mean, that's what it had to be. How come there aren't more astronoid, ba astronoid, astronaut-based snacks? Like you've all, you know, anyone who's been to the Smithsonian Institute, <laughs> freeze-dried ice has cream, has had the, the freeze-dried ice yeah. cream. And that's the only one they had if they were lucky because the other ones, well, the strawberries weren't bad and the peaches, but like. I only ever got the ice cream and I brought it home because I wanted to like share it with my family and then I lost it. And uh, consequently found it years later and thought, 
no, I probably shouldn't eat that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been any different, I guarantee. It, you're probably right, but, you know. It would have been inedible either way. Actually, yeah, I kind of like... It would have been liked, like styrofoam flavored. It was weird. I, I kind of liked it. It was like... It's hard to describe if you haven't had it, but it's basically like sort of this chalk that tasted like ice cream. Mm. You know, it was just like it, it snapped. It had a brittleness similar to chalk and it had a, a texture that was sort of like sort of soft and yielding, but but brittle at the same time. Like a time. brick of talc. Something like that, yeah. It was odd. It, it was satisfying. There was a satisfyingness to it. And then it would just melt, and it would turn into sort of basically warm, malty ice cream. That's what it was like, a malt ball. That's what it reminded me of a little hmm. bit. Like you a know, malted milk powder ball. powder causes uh, cancer in women, but not men, apparently. It doesn't talcum cause penile powder? cancer. Yeah. Really? Haven't you seen the commercials yet for the shit with the lawsuits you know, against Johnson and Johnson? No, I don't have television. I know you don't have it, so but then still. So why the fuck would I see I the see fucking emails with it in it. And shit. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking bag of dicks. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So I ordered food today and this guy comes over and, and drops it off and um, we're talking and we got talking about the heat in the summer and everything and I think I weirded him out <laughs> because he said something about how he had a pool. He said, but it's not, it's not quite ready to open up the pool yet. And I said, man, my attic's about a thousand degrees. You want to go jump in that pool? Just stand in my attic for five minutes and uh, you'll be ready. And he kind of laughed and said, I think I'll take a rain check on that. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> this cat tried to get me to go into his attic <laughs> I do weird things and sweat for him yeah, go up in my attic and sweat oh, go up yeah. and sweat for me I'll be right behind you <laughs> and then you'll be ready to jump into that pool yeah. and wash all the sin off of you Yeah, Tom's sweat lodge Oof. So yeah, I can only imagine we have been using so, so uh, I learned a new thing when I moved into this house because we haven't addressed that in the, in the uh, episode at all yet, but I moved into a new house and uh, it has what's called a house fan, which I would just assume is like a, a box fan, right? But it, and it is, but it's the size of a propeller engine. They're typically called whole house fans. Okay. Yeah. But it's rooted between the second floor ceiling and the attic floor. Um, and it, 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 when you turn, I mean, the blades are like a good six, seven inches, maybe thick. Yeah, they're pretty big. They're monstrous and they push a lot of air. I have them on the lowest setting and it just pulls all the air. So you open all the windows downstairs and then you just let it suck all the air up through the house. And it's like a vacuum. It's awesome. It, it's, it is awesome. It, immediately, immediately, the temperature in the house drops by like 20, 30 degrees. If it's hot in there, if it's humid. Oh, it was quite that drastic, but all right. Well, all right. <laughs> 20, 30 degrees. Well, and then it started to rain inside my house because of the rapid temperature change. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Maybe over the course, <laughs> over the course of like an evening, though, you can see like a 
precipitous drop in temperatures yeah, to the point yeah, where it definitely. gets cold enough that you have to turn it's off. It's very noticeable. Yeah, and it's pleasant. You know, it's yeah. very comfortable. But it's also, this thing has no, like, wire cap or anything to it. So the in the attic, it's just exposed to the upstairs, to the to the open, and it's like, I'm just picturing myself like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm just like, you know, shredding my hands or my face off into this thing. You know, so I need that to get, would be uh, that'd be gross. That'd be horrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've been and I've been super careful that the cats don't get up into the attic because I don't want one of them up there when we turn the thing on and, and turn into sausage. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Although animals usually have the brains to stay away from things like that. Yeah, but you know, if it's quiet and they don't, they must know what it is by now. I mean, I've had it on and they look at it and they're like, oh God, that thing's terrifying. Do anything like the one in my brother's house, you got to be careful with the cats walking underneath it because it might pull them up to the ceiling <laughs> if you have it on high. I don't, yeah, it's not that bad, but it's I pulling be, furniture out of rooms and fucking small children out in the street or hitting up against your windows. Yeah, it's like that uh, video of pressure by Billy Joel. <laughs> under pressure. Well, that's no, that's under pressure. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of uh, the uh, no, David Bowie. There is a there is a song by Billy Joel Queen. called called Pressure, but it it's like. You have to deal with pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like uh, Under Pressure from ZZ Top. It's a good song. Okay. So we're talking about songs with pressure in the name of them. Mm. Yeah. Under pressure. Interesting fact for you that I learned. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep throwing some of this stuff out at you. Mm -hmm. Did you know that female spotted hyenas have a pseudo penis? Oh. Like when you look at a female, they got a dong. <laughs> it's hanging down. Okay. And uh, they apparently use it for part of the mating process, but they give birth through it. So it brings up all kinds of terrible images of giving birth through a penis. And it's, it's a reality. They don't change their gender. They're not like, you know, those types that can switch from yeah, one gender yeah, to another, yeah, yeah. Like, like clownfish. Clownfish, well, or like certain amphibians, right? Yeah, but uh, but yeah. they have a penis, yeah, and mm -hmm. it plays some kind of a role. I think that they might actually do like a little docking procedure mm. in order to uh, mate. Is I, it's it a very unclear because there's not a ton of uh, documentation because apparently it's hard to find them doing this stuff. Okay, all right. So, but it so was interesting it's, nonetheless. It's, it's like a club part or it's a key party, but it's really hard to get an invite. That, yeah, I'm okay. essentially yes. I mean, unless right. you're a spotted hyena, in which case right. you're automatically in. But is you know? it a proper penis or a pseudo penis? No, it's a pseudo penis. Yeah. Okay. In other okay. words, it literally—it's not really a penis. Like they don't urinate through it or anything, but apparently it does—it does play a role in the, you know, um, process of of uh, fertilization and then giving birth, which is just crazy. Hmm. It's like if you ever thought, oh, I wonder what it'd be like if something gave birth through a penis. There is not really good, but there's some video out there on it. Because I was curious and I was like, I'm going to look this shit up. And uh, it wasn't really that clear. It just yeah. looked horribly painful. Well, I mean, birth is generally pretty painful to most mammals, right? Like, 
like devastatingly well, just imagine you like your fucking penis so. you know just yeah <laughs> dilating like a uterus and then you're pushing a baby out of it do you think people would even exist if men had to give birth to their no. penis i don't no, think absolutely we're far not too selfish we're far too selfish yeah we're far too and we're pussies when it comes to pain maybe we wouldn't be if if we were you know if we evolved in that way well if it was uh, yeah i mean if you're talking about something that since the beginning existed i i i guess we'd still be here but if it was something that like modern man suddenly you know um evolved i i'm pretty sure that that would be the end of humanity as oh, we yeah. know it oh well i mean if it if, you expect if it happened, me to give birth through that, that no way be, there would be no would be more like you know, a dramatic a dramatic change in the laws of physics to require that to actually or like massive like nano surgery or something i mean <laughs> it wouldn't just occur naturally over it's, i mean not that quickly it, it sounds could. horrible no matter what it just sounds horrible but um i think uh i think it would be interesting for for if it were to happen for guys to have to deal with that just for a short time be like now you know what it's like what if you had a yeah. like a gun that shot evolution at people? Like a little a little emitted a little burst of ra of of like like time dilation mixed with hard hmm. radiation mixed with um like uh like I don't know maybe some sort of carcinogen or mutagen well there would you know, have to be something therapy, of that along those right? lines to point things in a certain direction out of that right. that would also be terrifying let's be honest right what if like you just randomly got shot out of nowhere and suddenly you had a trunk exactly like you, <laughs> you just know? randomly evolved some trait that like wasn't there before that <laughs> isn't ne necessarily always present in the human condition or physiology like you suddenly grow an egg tooth off the end of your nose or something right. and you're like oh dude, where's this from oh my god dude i need to show you this picture so i found this picture on reddit of this hand and it's got all these little protrusions bone protrusions coming out all over it and they look like teeth mm -hmm. and it's this condition uh hold on what's it called there was a name for it i think i'm familiar with what you're speaking of i'm pretty sure i've seen this already calcium hyperproficiency is a rare complication of vitamin c d deficiency where excess calcium from bone uh reabsorption forms complex structures resembling resembling primary teeth neoformed teeth grow on different bones and such as this patient's hand causing fractures and joint dysfunction yeah and the dude looks like he's got like rows of teeth just coming out of the sides it's, of his it's fingers. terrifying yeah yeah it's just like your body just fucks you go up. to dr pimple popper to get that one fixed well it's like it's like have you ever seen a 3d printer really fuck something up like have you ever no. like what okay so <laughs> I do have one in my house, but no, I've never seen anything that got fucked up by it. Well, they're getting better all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, as long as you have it well calibrated, it, it's less likely these days. But in the old days, it was super easy to just have you walk away. In the old away. days, like back in the 1800s. Well, and it like would spit what? out wood pulp and make things out three of it. Three years ago. <laughs> three years ago. Okay. Three years ago. The old days. Uh, and this technology, that is the old days, actually. But yeah so you know a couple years three four years ago whatever you you leave the room in a 3d printer and you'd come back and it would just be a jangled fucking mess from 
you know, the 14 centimeter point onward, <laughs> you know, and, and it would just be completely. And, and it was like the edges didn't extrude properly or something. And if you've ever seen like anime, like animation, like Pixar animation bloopers, mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about, where something just doesn't render correctly and it just gives you this unpredictably wild result. And it's yeah. that's kind of like what I'm talking about is these malformed, you know, abominations. <laughs> 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 it's just your 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 hand is clipping into your own teeth it's sort of oh yeah. it's terrible yeah yeah you know, i i mean i i think i've actually seen that so i don't think you need to send me the picture but okay. uh it's well, still I'll put it in the i'll know, put it in the video anyway yeah it's still it's fucking it's one of those things like when you see somebody that has like hair growing in their mouth and stuff mm -hmm. like that that just makes you go yeah oh god why? <laughs> Why? Boca Raton in Florida. Mm -hmm. The name literally translates to mouse mouth or rat mouth. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How did you learn this, Boca just, Raton? Uh, happened to be looking at something one day, and I thought of Boca Raton because I had heard somebody say something about it on TV, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" And I was like, "Oh my god, look at that!" It is. It does translate to that. I think I might have seen it in a cartoon. Okay. Like probably. Well, I, you know, I always hear Bob's of people like retiring. Yeah, like people going to Boca Raton to retire. Like no one lives going to there. the old rat mouth. No one lives there except for retirees, is my understanding. <laughs> well, like, Florida is just filled with people that are insane. We already know this. Yeah, we do know that, yeah. Uh, did you, well, I, I mean, mean, not that I want to drag this through the politics and all that bullshit again, but just one very quick important aside. Did you see that that uh, Ron DeSantis earlier this week, like behind closed doors, hidden away in an office with a bunch of people from NRA, signed a law for florida that anybody is allowed to carry a loaded concealed weapon without permit without training nothing why i i don't know i, I, I mean, don't understand like, like uh, probably because just... he got a huge payday from the nra from that i i don't i'm not still not quite sure how I mean... People killing other people with guns is beneficial to the NRA. Is he a fucking cartoon villain? I mean, really? Yes. He's that transparent. It's just yeah. about money for him. It's yeah. like the Simpsons episode where they're like, oh, well, we want to oil for, we want to drill for oil in Mount Rushmore because we think there's oil in, in Teddy's head or whoever's head. And, and they're like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy is undermining the very the very structure of democracy and what should scare you is that he's running for office and you know not only did he get paid for that shit but that that's going to play huge in his favor in certain places of course it is where people are going to be like oh my god i just came thinking about being able to oh concealed carry in florida mm -hmm. like i me personally i'm staying the fuck away from florida I'll one, never of my, go one, there. one of my kids made an interesting point to it it was literally the day before pride started and I was like, I wonder if those two things had anything to do with each other. It seems like right now, whoever can throw the most shit wins. Mm -hmm. And it is happening on both sides. I mean, you know, but yeah. I mean, if it's happening on both sides, a lot of the shit throwing happening from the left side seems to be 
a reaction, a response to the overwhelmingly hateful response actions that we've seen so far. And I'm always of the opinion, like people are saying, oh, wow, this, you know, these rainbow flags and these rainbow paintings are just, you can't, you can't go anywhere without seeing them. And it's like, yeah, well, that that's called consciousness, collective unconscious, dude. It's there yeah. for a reason. The reason you're seeing more of it is because more people are aware of it. More people are empowered to spread the message. And it has been a real problem for a really, really long time. Just because it never inconvenienced you, you're pissed off now because the public spaces are showing more signs of trans and uh queer uh and and lgbt all that you know sensibilities being uh and not being undermined and and not being forced to be pushed into a corner and hide in the recesses of society yeah as long as there's money to be made you know yeah well I, businesses yeah. businesses will put that stuff out there but and that's a, a good point is that you know i'm not saying that the businesses are wonderful or anything like they're that. They're very disingenuous uh, in my opinion. They're very disingenuous. All of them are. I mean, every Especially single Especially when I see that stuff at Walmart and I'm like, Walmart, you mean from like deepest Hatesville, Arkansas, USA? Right, right. And right. you're telling me that they're suddenly okay with, with the LGBTQ? No, no, no. It's because they went, oh man, we could be making a lot more fucking money. Well, every and, single one of these decisions yeah. has been a banking one. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? It also is doing them a favor. They're getting rid of, sh they're getting rid of a lot of shitty customers, which brings up their overall opinion of that company. Well, in the eyes of others, they're getting rid of shitty customers until hunting season rolls around and they need well, ammo yeah. and stuff, and then they'll be back because because they're dumb. They're, yeah. they're, they're fucking moral uh, bonding to these issues is not quite as strong as one yeah. might think they, it is. The, there'll be a couple who are pretty pretty remain. That, yeah, there are some that are militant about things. I mean, I can be militant about my disdain for something, uh, you know, and I have been. Mm -hmm. uh, but I Chick think... Fella, uh, Hobby Chick Lobby. Yeah, yeah. Chick well, Hobby Lobby is definitely... Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby are probably my biggest two. Yeah. You I know, refuse to go there, I, even if there's no alternatives. I'll, I just will do without. I will just do without. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like yep. I will go to Joanne's and I will go to Michael's and other places when I need craft stuff. I've never even thought of how going to Hobby Lobby. Like to begin with, even before that, I was like, that sounds like a dumb name. I don't think I want to go there. <laughs> like yeah. that was my initial thought, and then <laughs> I found out they were evil, and I was like, okay, great. And I got to tell you, uh, I, I'm sad to say that I have had Chick-fil-A's product. Not that I ever bought it. Uh, I found a loophole. You know, somebody else had it and gave it to me. It's fucking delicious. I didn't like it. I, had I thought it, once. it was really good. I bought it and, out of sheer uh, desperation one day, and I was really curious, and I was like, well, who can fuck up a grilled chicken sandwich, right? I'm talking like their little nuggets and stuff. I, don't, uh, I didn't have a sandwich, I don't think. I had a grilled chicken sandwich, and it was dry and dull, and I didn't even finish half of it. Good. I'm glad and that I, it sucked for you. Yeah. It was like a I, perfect I lesson. It was, no, it was a perfect lesson. It was like, it proved to me something that I kind of knew deep down, which is, and I'll phrase it the way my, my, my friend at the time uh, had said it. He said, People will get in line for anything if it gives them the opportunity to metaphorically punch a gay person. Yeah, he I used, think that, he uh, used the F yeah. word, which I won't use here because I find it hateful. But in that Oh, I thought you meant the F word is in fuck. And I was like, what? No. Yeah, it didn't register right no. away. I'm an idiot. I don't want to <laughs> use that word because it may upset someone else. No, no, I get it. But I, 
I don't use it either. It rolled off the tongue quite well when he said it Mm -hmm. in that context because it was basically kind of mirroring what those people were thinking like, oh, hell yeah, man, I hate them motherfuckers. I'm going to go get me an extra double sandwich and that's going to prove my loyalty to the straight people. You know, and and my question... Let me just say, there's nothing straight about eating cock meat. Well, (laughs) no, there isn't. But... You always catch me off guard with these things. <laughs> um, it's not about it's. I mean, when it really comes down to, is that it's not about gay. It's it's not about any of that. What it really comes down to, these people just see those signs on the road, those painted signs, and you know the the logos. We buy change. houses and all that. <laughs> oh well, we're not talking about the same one. Never mind. No, like I, what I'm saying is like there was a staircase that got painted in in, in different like public spaces, non-commercial public spaces being colored mm-hmm. in the rainbow and other flag styles, and and like you know like all these just corporations, everyone's seeing it everywhere, and they're like super uncomfortable and everything, and it. Ultimately, it makes them uncomfortable, it makes them angry, it makes them is because it scares them because it represents the fact that the world is no longer supportive of their kind and it's getting less so by every year. I do feel like the tide is turning slowly yeah. but surely in yeah. that direction. And yeah. I hope beyond all hope that it continues in that vein. I believe that it will because it's a it's a, it has a tidal aspect to it. Everything everything kind of moves in cycles and i think in this case we're looking at like a a tidal force just sweeping everything along and that's why it's so especially brittle and and vicious right now you know everything is teeth and nails Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of those power structures that are in place like uh the gop their teeth and nails all the time, all day, biting at everyone else because they know that they're on life support and the plug is getting pulled. Like maybe today, you know, yoink, and they're done. Finally, after how many fucking decades? Well, I, I, I think that that kind of foreshadowing to them is most evident in the fact that um, they have just become blatantly the most you know, extreme version of themselves because mm-hmm. hiding it doesn't work anymore. Right. And, you know, uh, sugarcoating it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we're kind of at, uh, hopefully, at the last, you know, the last gas period just to throw it all in the field. This is the Hail Mary. Let's just be completely yeah. insane well, that's with what the shit that doing. we say and do, you know? Yeah, and that's what's been happening for the last 8 to 10, maybe 12 years, something like that. Holy shit. One of my ring lights decided to almost take a jump. Uh-oh. Gotta be careful where I put my feet with these Your cords. head wouldn't be as shiny with that. No. Gone. Just your head's not shiny. I'm just kidding. Um, You're very matte, actually. I would expect that you put powder on your head before you got on here. I didn't. In fact, I was swe- I am sweaty. Oh, wow. It works yeah. well to hide the shine. Yeah. Mr. Clean. A bird got into my house the other day. Birds I, I, getting into your house would be like them getting into mine. That's that's a almost certain death sentence, you would think. It, it was amazing it didn't die. Well, I'll just say right off the bat that it didn't die. It's some I, I just 
Um, I'm coming upstairs and we have this room that sort of sits off from the rest of the house. Uh, I, 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 we were calling it a sunroom when we first moved in and it was just this weird narrow room that you can't use for much of anything. Mm -hmm. So we put the cat litter in there and we put some other like the food in there and we set it up so the dog can't get in there but the cats can easily. And that's the cat room. So cup and the the my house is weird because it's had a, an addition or, do, or two added to it and over the years mm -hmm. that give it windows in strange places. Like there's a window right there that leads into another room in my house. Yeah. It's yeah, fucked because up. that was the exterior wall at one point. Right at yeah. one point. Right exactly. So we have this little door. So they're they're the window and that's how they get in and out. So they're sitting in the window frame and they're like doing that thing and I'm like what the hell is going on and then I start hearing this flappity flappity noise and I look through the window glass of the door leading into the cat room and a bird goes <laughs> like that right up in my face <laughs> and I'm like oh my god <laughs> there's a fucking bird in my house so I <clears throat> I go in the room and I'm like I Dude, oh, oh, okay, I get it. You're fucking scared. I'm scared for you. I don't know how to help you. Hold on. All right, let me open a window. So I, I, I find a window. You could have opened the door to the outside. It's right there. I didn't want the cats chasing them out. Hmm. So I get that. Yeah. I, I, and the cats are now freaked out anyway, though, so they probably wouldn't have worried that much. But I figured it'd be easier to just sort of open a window and guide him there. So I open the window and I open the screen. And he's spazzing out on the other side. And finally, I'm like, dude, I don't have one fucking day. Come here. And I just kind of cupped up in my hand. And, and I, I, I owe years of I owe ear, years of bird ownership to this. The fact that I was able to do that without freaking out and worrying about him pecking my hand or some shit. I'm like, this little bird might sting a little bit if he's really pissed off. But more than likely, he's just going to freak out and twist around and try to escape my grasp. So... It, which is exactly what he did. And I think he kind of understood on some rudimentary level I was trying to help him, but he was just so fucking terrified that he kept trying to go back to the same place. And I, I was able to pick him up really easily, but he kept going back as soon as I'd get him to the window. Finally, out the window, close the door, and then ascertain the, the, the point of entry, which was a pipe that's yeah. just randomly in the wall. I, don't I was gonna say pipe or or maybe that dryer vent that's, dryer that's vent. in that area. It's the dryer vent. Yeah. I thought about that when I looked at it the last time I was over, and then mm -hmm. it went right out of my head for some reason because I was gonna say like, dude, if you uh, you got something uh, plugging that up to stop anything from coming in. Yeah. yeah, that and there is a towel stuffed in there now. So you've got, I mean, otherwise you just had a uh, a vending machine for the cats, really, because it much. came into their room. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> the worst like, oh, possible boy. place that yeah, that the poor thing could have come into, like into straight to the lion's den. Well, I mean, it could have easily be, been a bloody, gory mess, uh, and and I'm really amazed that I caught it just probably within minutes because at one point Missy went after it. I was like, I mean, I'm not even prepared to see my Missy as a, a, a murderous well, I mean her beautiful white beautiful fur all white just fur. yeah yeah her beautiful pure white fur just coated in red like a polar bear yeah that no would thanks. be uh, that would be something you know it's funny you had a bird thing because I had I was mowing um the other day and there was a little baby bird almost ready to come out of the nest I would assume but was out of the nest uh and 
I know you're not supposed to pick things up, but the damn thing hopped across the yard and I had like this area where I was starting where the grass was longer and it was an obvious delineation between where I wasn't mowing and where I was mowing and it stopped right in the middle of that fucking area like kill me please blend me up into pate so I ended up picking it up and uh, moving it onto a wood pile and I I don't know if the mother came or something came to eat it I have no idea Mm. because it was gone then well, but, uh, it, it, it was, it it was may something. have already been beyond saving, you know, unfortunately with those things a lot of times if the mother abandons them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it yeah. seemed healthy, had a healthy voice, I can tell you that much. Yeah, but still, it's hard to tell. I, I remember... It took everything in me not to be like, I'll take you home and care for you yeah. and be your dad, you know, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> there's that instinct. There is, yeah. But if you follow that instinct, you'll have like 8,000 critters in your house and they'll or all start... Or just be burying a lot of ones that can't make it in captivity when they're wild. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, there's another one dead. Oops. I've been led to believe that by, uh, according to television, space aliens might just be hot. That's depending on what channel you're watching, though. Well, I, you know, like... I want you to consider the monetary gain factor here for the, an, an attractive, sexy alien. That sells a lot more corn chips and soda pop than, than a unattractive or slobbery or globbery type of alien, right? I like to think that perhaps, you know, regardless, it might just be a, like a floating vagina and pair of boobs. Or like a butthole and a penis just floating along. You're like, oh, there's the alien right there. Look, they look awesome. Uh, I love it. That's a little kind of Cronenberg-esque in my opinion. Like, I I don't know if that's the right term for it, but there's like a weird Kincaid aspect to it too. The whole sex thing. Like, like this is just... I was going to say a James T. Kirk thing. It's a living sex organ. It's a floating living sex organ. Well, no, no, no. That's just what's what what you're like. They're like, we know that these people are used to this form, so we'll do this. You know, like that's yeah. They, they didn't think it through the whole way. I guess I got lost in your reasoning again. I just ended up at this. I ended up at your conclusion. I don't know that I, I had hit, any reasoning. I'm well, gonna be honest with you. Sometimes you present these ideas, and uh, they, I don't. I have to fill in the gaps over time by just questioning <laughs> you, and then I realize the more questions that I answer, the less I understand about your original point. All I remember, all I can, all my brain was able to capture in its stoned and and wildly ADD state was a sort of free-floating vagina or or balls or a dick or all those things with boobs I said you know I had to do this when I said boobs because apparently they're you know up there yeah no I'm just saying uh, you know like it was hard for me to really wrap my head around it as a concept as a concept it is very abstract it is extremely abstract yeah i feel like it'd be something that would be like cool like a pink floyd the wall style animation oh, you really... mean like, like the judges where they're like walking asses yeah something like that yeah yeah with like a really cool sort of like music musical background to it like maybe that's what i'll listen to later what's that some floyd yeah Hey, nothing wrong with listening to a little Floyd. I found some metal group that one of their songs caught my attention uh, today that I ended up listening to 
for a little while and uh, I can't remember what the name of it was now because I haven't really been expanding my horizons too terrible much. But uh, what the hell is the name of it? Oh, Lost Society. Okay. It's like thrash and punk kind of mixed together. Okay. And they have this uh, song that is super catchy. Where is it at here? I'm not going to play it for you. Obviously, but I can tell you what the name of it is. NWL. Okay. Is what the name of it is. It's a really, I don't know, catchy, good song, I guess. Nice. Maybe yeah. I'll put a little piece of it in here in the, the podcast. Don't just get so us a strike. Can... Oh, I'll just do 10 seconds. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm coming at you with a bottle full of power. Let's it off to make a run forever. Yeah, I've been listening to a song a lot. That might we should do that. That should be our song of the week. Should be one of our things. So my song of the week is called um, Hold on. It's by a band called Liars, and it's the name of the song is Vox Tuned D E D. So V O X Tuned. D E D. Hmm. And it's just this really kind of hard driving kind of electronic beat and uh, really kind of like these like somber vocals. And uh, I quite enjoy it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do you have a monster of the week? You're goddamn right I do. All right. You're goddamn right I do. Let's, okay, let's, so. Let's get to this. Let's say you move into a place, okay? So you go to see it, and you're touring the place, and you like it a lot. So you make an offer on it. When you saw it, one of the things that you really liked was the fire pit, which was in pristine condition when you looked at it. Then, just about a month later, you go in for the final inspection, just to make sure everything that was asked about was taken care of and all the problems that were fixed, that were requested to be fixed, had been fixed, and, and they were. So we do this tour. But the fire pit is full of, sh of, of shards of glass, massive shards of glass, like chest piercers, you know, just bristling with the fucking thing. And I asked the realtor, I'm like, what's the deal with this? He goes, I, I, I don't know. I can say something to him, but, you know, I, nothing really, you know, compelling him to do anything no, about it. No, I mean, it, you're not right? going to, like, cancel the deal because of it or anything right. like that. Exactly. I mean, if your realtor was really that interested, he would have cleaned it up for you, but... Well, maybe. You know. That's maybe. my opinion. I don't know. I, I, maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I thought he was a pretty good realtor, but I haven't dealt with a lot of realtors, so... I mean... I find know. most realtors are human scum, personally. Really? That's, that's my <laughs> opinion. They're like used car salesmen. To me... Okay. But uh, yeah, I didn't have to deal with them when I got my place, so I just oh. had to deal with. I deal with family, which was probably worse, because oh. <laughs> they are also scum. I will say this: the guy that I worked with is was great. Uh, I didn't. Get I mean, an anybody outside of my immediate family. I didn't get a disingenuous yeah. vibe from him, but on the other hand, a good salesperson is probably able to mask any of that. So I would who think. Knows? Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I I don't think he was a bad guy, but you know. I, I don't want to badmouth him. Um, but anyway, yeah, so 
ended up having to take all this broken glass and weird shit. Like he burned like a tricycle wheel and like about a hundred rolls of coils of like, like, I don't know, metal, some kind of metal. Maybe he thought there was magnesium in there and it was going to like shoot up, you know, red and That's green what sparks it reminded and me stuff. Of. It reminded me of like magnesium or like, like heating coils or something. It he was, was like, odd. damn it, it didn't work. Yeah. I don't know what this guy's deal was. It was just strange. That's what I think he sounded like. Damn it. To me, you know. <laughs> I don't fucking know him. Uh, yeah, I don't even. I, I, I saw him once for like a fraction of a minute. And and I don't remember anything about him <laughs> except that he had like a mustache, I think. Well, you but, also know that uh, he didn't like political correct stuff. No, because he had a... He had a, a uh, uh, one of those doormat. doormat things on his on on the front porch that said, uh, "In this house, we are not politically correct. We say Merry Christmas and God bless you. And if you don't like that, you can leave or something like that." Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, that's day one. Goes in the trash pile. Kind of Marriage is between a man and a woman. It was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Oh, right. oh, oh yeah, that's right. I believe yeah. in. And God, but 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 you know God as as Americans see it, you know. Yeah, well, you know the, Christianity, the Jesus, the Jesus that founded America, right? Obviously, yeah. yeah, but not those Mormons because their story is wrong. I'm surprised the story hasn't changed yet to Jesus discovering America on the Nina the Pinta and the Santa Maria. <laughs> given enough time, instead of the pilgrims, you know, given enough time for them to lie it up. Except that, honestly, the funny thing is, is that if you look statistically, and, and I don't have the numbers in front of me to prove this, but statistically, uh, uh, the amount of theists in the world are beginning to diminish. Well, I would, I would believe that. Yeah, theism is, is beginning to diminish. I'm not saying that atheism is isn't winning necessarily, but uh, I don't need it to. I just need theism to go away. I'm perfectly happy with a bunch of happy, confused, agnostic people liking each other and treating each other with respect, regardless of their race or their sexuality or anything. A man can dream about that, right? But I think a big first step towards that is getting rid of theism entirely. And I know there are people who may listen to this who might be hurt by that. I don't have a problem with your personal beliefs. It's the religion and the dogma behind that religion that is the problem well i look at it i look at it like this if you're going to be a theist don't be a hypocrite because you're the person that tells other people hey whatever you practice in your own home is your business keep your shit in your own fucking home stop bringing it out here to me i don't (laughs) want it (coughs) well (coughs) not to be a dick but if you buy into this whole fucking Bible shit, you'd better believe the whole goddamn thing. Every single fucking page of it. Mm-hmm. And just all the various it. books and everything else oh, I would yeah. say too. Yeah, yeah, and all the translations. You better take all that shit and reconcile, figure out what it all means. Get a priest to sign off on it and make that your fucking life because the God that you described doesn't sound like the kind of guy who cuts deals. He doesn't seem like a reasonable cat at all. No, he seems fact, like a psychopath. He seems very angry. He's angry like, and he's selfish and no. he's tyrannical. And he made a whole plan just so you would accept him and love him anyway. 
under threat of death. And if you don't agree to him, which really makes your free will, if it, if, if such a thing were to exist, which I don't think it does, but you know, for the purposes of this, we'll say it does. He gave you this wonderful free will so that you can toss to the side and agree with him anyway. Yeah. Well, you it had is, a choice. It is the most dunderheaded. Let's just be honest. It's the idea of a, of an ape has not yet fully coalesced into a human being. It's a, it's a child's thought. It I'd is, like to get back into throwing feces at people. It, you might as well. That would that be that awesome. Point. I mean, let's be honest. If I could throw shit at people, I'd probably be a lot happier. Well, I mean, think about it at that point in, in, in human, in the human, like <laughs> species, like, yeah, throwing shit probably felt great. I bet it did. And you were like in a height of religious ecstasy because you were full of mushrooms and other psychedelic drugs that were just laying around and you're throwing your own shit and you're having orgies and you don't know who is what or what's who. Everything is just a big fucking Wasn't party. Wasn't that before disease existed? So all these orgies, I mean, it might end up in mass pregnancy, but... Well, there were still diseases. You have to worry diseases. about your pain falling off. There were still diseases, but no, not, I don't think there were necessarily as many really dangerous STDs. But we're also talking about a much smaller, tighter population, you know. Well, like, I bet they were tighter. I knew. I, I can't use normal words with you mm. because you have to be so childish. Our listeners thought the same thing. I know, so and I did just too. Relax. I just, I'm relaxed. It's just that you cannot help but grab the low hanging fruit, put your nope. fucking dirty feet all over it, and then stick it in your mouth. Yep, that's me. Like you're laying on your back. Low hanging fruit guy. I'm getting teabagged by nature. I can't even picture you smoking weed. Well, I have news for you, friend. I have. Oh, smoke oh, weed? Oh, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, really. I thought you said you never did. Interesting. Tell no, me about I, this. Uh, I just recently, uh, I had been offered some um, medicinal vaping supplies mm -hmm. and uh, have utilized it, and uh, it's amazing. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Congratulations. I that love was my, it. That was my big surprise for you. Was it? Oh, well, yeah. That, that that and the Gibbon story, but you didn't really seem to bite on that one too hard. Uh, I'm, so. So, I'm so happy. I it was is so amazing. more excited about that one. It is amazing. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. So, it's so good for just for sleep, for insomnia, for anxiety, depression. It's, yeah, for my anxiety boredom. and everything is really like, because I have... Um, I have used, I do not have in my possession, but I have used a, a hybrid. Uh, so I get, you know, mm -hmm. both ends of the spectrum on that. And uh, I got to say that, you know, I don't think that it tastes particularly good, but, I'd, you know, what <laughs> does taste good? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like with stuff, you know, well, like good alcohol tastes horrible. You're also using a concentrate. <laughs> yeah. You're using a concentrate, so it's going to taste a lot stronger, and you'll get used to that. But if you ever were to go to flour, you won't taste that. You'll just taste it'll just burn, you know? I mean, there's no... When it comes to inhaling a, 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 a chemical, a substance mm -hmm. of any kind, it's not going to taste great no matter what you do. 
You know. Yeah, and I'm I'm not crazy about the vaping thing either. That's you know kind of. I agree with you. I for would... me, I'm not like it. There's too many variables there mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. that I'm like that's all a lot of unknown. That uh, well, but I I heard that though that the vaping stuff is actually a higher concentrate than it is. Like if you were to smoke flour, like I might not it be is. able just to get away with one, you know, drag off of that stuff and and get an effect off of it. Well, depending on what it was, I find it takes more puffs from a vape for me to get to the same place that I get from flour. But the difference with flour versus a vape is that, um, I guess I, I really, I just prefer flour. It feels more natural. The, the downside of course, is that when you're burning it, you're turning it into a carcinogen. Well, um, you're also sucking in carcinogens with the vape too so not to mention god knows what else yeah uh because like i I actually write up on this stuff a little bit because i was interested uh after the first first time i tried it nothing happened like Mm -hmm. i absolutely had no No reaction to it whatsoever i've heard of that the first time and i've always thought that was odd dude it was like bliss everything is funny Oh, well, I don't everything. Think everything was funny, but I just but, I felt so fucking just everything like, was calm and relaxed and you're in tune. I was just like, it's dude, like you're I'm, in tune. I'm there. I'm yeah. there. This feels amazing. I was like, why am I not like this 24 hours a day? So let me and ask I realized you. that I can't be, but no, you, know, you can't be. You can't be, unfortunately, but yeah. just use it when you can. Yeah. And well, it's. Uh, if if Are, I happen to have the availability to do it like once a day, that's you know that's what uh, I've been doing. That's good. That's a good. That's you know, pretty just good. To, and and it's it's like a sweet cherry on the top of mm-hmm. the day. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and it's well. Let me ask you some questions. I didn't know this is what. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> I knew. Happy. I knew you'd be beside yourself. Oh, dude, this is like a dream come true. I can't wait to yeah. smoke with you. But. Um, so watched a good movie on it. I'm asking you, have you watched a good movie while having smoke? No, no. All right. Do that. Like a good, something you haven't seen before that you feel would really pull you in. Cause I haven't really gotten like to the point of being, you know, totally, you know, uh, ease yourself into that spot off of it. I just like, you know, when I hit that that calm spot that was like exactly what i was looking for and i just lucked out that the person that provided it knew like you know oh well this stuff here it says that it's good for anxiety and it says that it's good for you know this and for that and everything and i was like well i i didn't want to try it and i was like i've had it for fucking months you know and i was just like i'm i no i don't i'm not ready to do that yet like i feel like you know, I'm giving up something that I shouldn't be doing or giving up something and doing something that I shouldn't be doing if I do this. And then uh, I finally reached a point where I was like, look, I'm gonna try it because I gotta know. Like I don't at this point, and I was so fucking glad that I did because it was well, just like now that you realize day what and it, night. Well, now that you realize what it is and what it isn't, you understand how f- kind of fearful your thinking was right yeah. that yeah. that led to you to ever think that something this benign and this beneficial could be bad for you 
It reminded me a lot the first time of like if you've ever taken Valium, which I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that feeling that you get when you're on the Valium, where everything just feels real peaceful, like the first time you take it. Well, I'm actually most opiates. I'm a, I'm immune to. Well, I meant for me, like but the first I get when it. I used I get to what do you're it saying. because yeah. I had a doctor that prescribed it to me like repeatedly for like over a year and you're not supposed to be on that for longer than like six months at most and so i was already i was already getting high before i was getting high mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know like i i felt i i, I honestly feel a little, i felt a little foolish like after i did the first time because i was mm-hmm. like oh my god i'm 45 i could have been doing this all this time yeah and like i'm not like this is way better than drinking obviously yeah yeah you know and and you know what when you get i mean right now you're probably at the point where like you smoke and you're probably good for the day like more or less i i find like if i do it like in the evening the next like late morning and the next day i'm thinking about it like really thinking about it Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I got a shit to do and I got places yeah. to go and I'm not going to be able to actually sit and enjoy this. So no, right. I'm not going to do it right now. Right. It is. I'll tell you what, it's entirely possible to get to the point where you have a kind of relationship with it that you can do almost anything that you would normally do mm-hmm. without any functionality problems whatsoever. Um, and there are certain things that I don't do, even though that I don't feel that I'm impaired because I know that that's not necessarily accurate. You know that your brain can tell you one thing when something else is true and i have yeah. enough statistics behind yeah, it i have like no inclination to go drive yeah, and ride a none. motorcycle or operate heavy machinery none none you know none. like not even like the heaviest machinery i'm probably operating is my microwave right, <laughs> right. i'm like a, all right i'm gonna go make myself something to eat and just sit down and just fucking it and you know just relax because that's what it is it's mm-hmm. so fucking relaxing well and i mean i think when you you're at a therapeutic level now when you get into slightly more adventurous territory when you smoke maybe one more hit mm-hmm. that night you're gonna start discovering stuff like music is just amazing and sex is fucking whoa dude well, sex with weed it's like a whole nother planet and, and well like you can fuck it too well uh, just you might, you, in a way really bad joke in a really way you kind of are i mean you just become more you just become more in tune to yourself and like you appreciate things more you appreciate your your like i appreciate my family more someone's creeping in hold on a second yes um yes just come on in. <laughs> Did I feed the dog? Yeah, at lunchtime. <laughs> I'm in the middle of recording. So now you get to see all the stuff that I say when you leave the room. Leave the room. Speaking of, of smoking things, I've been rolling my own cigarettes. I know. <laughs> and uh, when I was over the last time, I tasted one of them, and then I was like, "Those are definitely hand rolled." They taste different, but you get yeah. used to them. Yeah, they they have a. I find that uh, that that's tip always always has a harsher taste to it than they do uh, than store bought cigarettes. Well, they're more aromatic too. The pipe it's pipe tobacco. I love pipe tobacco. It's quite good. I like them. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten used to them, and they're much cheaper. But I was, 
I was rolling because Jennifer and I take turns and she generally does it more than me because she seems to have a better knack for it. Like mine get packed. They're too dense or they're too loose. It's never I like, would. I was really good at rolling them, too. But then I stopped doing it because Jane would always make me do it. Then after she's like, you do it better than me. And I was like, I feel yeah. like you're not doing it better because you want me to have to do it. So <laughs> that's well, not going to work. I, I have used the you're better at it than me excuse on her a couple of times. I don't want to outwear my welcome. So I save that for special things like, yeah. oh, pierogies. No, actually, that's that. That is the thing where she's like, "You make them better than me," so I end up doing that. So I have my certain things that I also, mm-hmm. you know, I only pull it out for special occasions. I don't, I don't abuse it. Yeah, and everybody out there, learn that lesson early. Don't abuse the "you make it better than I do," yeah, kind of thing. It's yeah. A, it's it's uh, effective, but it can very quickly turn on you. It can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then the other person just flat out refuses to acquiesce yeah. any longer. Yeah. Then I don't get, you know, she don't get pierogies anymore because I'm like, fuck it. I'm not always making the pierogies. But it reminded me, this might be a good thought to end on. Um, it reminded me of a time when I was roadieing for a friend's band and we were in the middle of Pottsville, just the middle of nowhere in this shitty little biker bar. And I'm rolling my own cigarettes right there with the little, you know, the little rolling machine, the little. I'm just laughing, thinking of you being like, I got to take this whole box of stuff with me in case yeah. I need to roll cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't have. You didn't do it like Tom and Jerry style where you just whipped out the paper and, and squeezed the tobacco uh, and it all went inside. And you nope. licked it and, you know, rolled it. And there you were. No, nope. I had I had a well, I had a I had a little baggie that I kept on me that had papers, tobacco, and my rolling machine. My little single. Yeah, the little the little plastic yeah, one. Yeah, the little plastic one. Because we always, like Jane, we were doing like mass producing and we had like the metal one with the arm the on insertion, it. The insertion, you know, yeah, yeah, the insertion style one. Yeah, I know. Those are, if you're mass producing, that's the only way to go. The only thing is if you fuck it up, you will fuck up a ton of filters because that shit will rip right through the paper. Yep. Like you need to be pretty precise with them. Well, it also, I mean, the more you spend on them, I think the better they are. And they've gotten better with time. When I owned one 10, 15 years ago, it was kind of shit. And the one I have now, I didn't spend a lot on it. And it it seems pretty solid to me. It doesn't destroy any cigarettes. The only time I fuck is when I fuck up and I, like, damage the fold on, on the lip of the cigarette. And then I can't get it onto the feeder. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so one out of the like 50 cigarette tubes I have to toss. Big fucking deal, you know. But uh, anyway, so I'm sitting in this bar and my friend's band is playing. And this guy is leering at me from across the bar. And he, wa- he walks up to me. And I notice he's only got one arm. And I swear to God, this is the truth i i i am not he's lying like about can this you come in and help me go to the bathroom and then he comes up to me and he's like you're doing it all wrong bring me here let me see that and he takes this one hand and he takes the fucking this thing like the 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 cigarette like the the roller oh, in his hand I, no. this thing he takes the roller says throw that in the fucking trash he throws it in front of me takes the fucking tobacco takes the paper rolls it all up in one hand tight like that takes the little, the little filters. Like, I'm guessing a pussy boy like you like a filter, huh? Okay. <laughs> there. Now bring me some of the good shit, and I'll show you how to roll something real. 
I was like, damn. <laughs> Did you learn anything from him? Uh, yeah, I learned. I learned that a with time and enough bitterness, you can do anything. <laughs> you can roll cigarettes better while you're insulting the person that owns the supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just calling them, putting them down the whole time. Nice one, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bitter, angry old man, though. I mean, it was... Whew. Wow. Did, so he licked the cigarette at the end, or, or what? Yeah, I, like, yeah. Why? Well, because that's what you do at the end. You lick, you lick the gummed part, and then that sticks to the paper. Oh, 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 you're actually talking about actual rolling papers. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of the tubes. You oh, know. no, 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 no. No, if I had brought yeah. that goddamn contraption to the bar, well, I could see people. That's why I was like, dude, that'd be insane. No, it was just a little plastic rolly thing. Got it. That's the thing he picked up and said, this is garbage, throw it in the trash, and then proceeded to one hand roll a cigarette with precision. He, he did do a Tom and Jerry style. He did. I mean, he might as well have thrown that tobacco up in the air, throwing the filter up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just as neat as you like and handed it to me. He's like, there you go. There's a cigarette. Fucking, like after fucking he licked give it. Me, like, hey, give thanks me for some, licking it. Give me some of the good shit and I'll show, show you how to really roll. I was like, eh. but that's what you do. I mean, I, I don't know. It didn't bother <laughs> me that much. I was more so, I was, I was more like afraid that he might pommel me with his one good hand. Right. If I get your ass beat by a one-armed man in a bar. <laughs> yeah. That's, sounds, that's a fucking story I'd like to hear. Yeah. It sounds like a story, like a Tom Waits song. <laughs> I was, and I got my ass kicked by the one-armed man. <laughs> you sounded, you came off more like Johnny Cash there. Yeah. Or Junior Brown. The day the one-armed man came to town and punched me down <laughs> and punched me down. <laughs> that was really fucking loud. <laughs> Pretty sure you maxed everything on that Probably. one. Probably. I have a different optimization settings on for, for sound right now, so I don't know if it's going to cut me off as much as it used to. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't. It has. I haven't noticed anything like any distortion yet. That was the first time that things really got, like, you know, distorted loud. Well, I was also, like, two inches from the mic, so that, that probably Trof. didn't help probably didn't help. True. MMO player begrudgingly pours hot coffee on his butthole after losing a bet in a 1 in 10,000 drop that his rival spent 200 days grinding for. The old school RuneScape community has come together to celebrate the achievement of a local legend 208 days in the making, except for one player who lost a bet and instead had to pour hot butthole on his, or hot coffee on his butthole. <laughs> hot, bu- hot butthole on his coffee. <laughs> what aisle is hot butthole in? I mean, I'm assuming that's something you need to get at Whole Foods, right? Because I think so, yeah. No preservatives yeah. in that shit. Technically, the saga began on October 5th, 2022, when an OR OS. RS player uh, hey my hey Tom my name is Tom began a grind 
to obtain the giant squirrel agility pet by running 100 laps of the penguin agility course every day, all while sharing a new penguin fact each day to stay in character. The pet has a drop rate of 1 in 9,779 from the penguin course, and that's actually the best rate of any agility course, so obviously it took a while. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously. Tom wasn't able to get the squirrel drop and leave the icy prison until yesterday, May 2nd, with just over 25,000 laps in the course completed. He had some days with facts saved in advance. Tom's regular posts about running 100 penguin laps daily had become a cornerstone of the OSRS community. And his last post explaining the foraging habits of the yellow-eyed penguin, for example. So when he finally got the squirrel, the celebration was bittersweet. A mix of congratulations and farewell to a community hero. Tom's big post even made it through all the sheer through to all through sheer enthusiasm. No doubt leaving many Redditors to wonder what this penguin man is on about. Needless to say, it was especially bitter for Reddit user Tessa Holly, who replied to Tom's 208th post, betting that if you do it tomorrow, I will have my fiance pour hot coffee on my butthole. Folks, he got it tomorrow. <coughs> After a barrage of reminders from the peerlessly good-natured OSRS Reddit community, which would simply not let this butthole escape unscathed, Tessa Holly actually went through with it. Obviously, the resulting video is not worth, not safe for work. If you want to see the proof, you can find it on Tessa Holly's profile. Have a nice day. Have a nice day, you freaks. Grats on the pet, the post reads. This being the story of the century, I was eager to talk to Tessa Holly about the bet gone wrong. He says I caught him working out, which I found encouraging because it's This just, is a guy named Tessa? <laughs> I guess. He <laughs> said, I caught him working out, which I found encouraging because it suggests that the recovery process isn't too bad. He said, it's tender like burning your upper mouth after eating a hot pizza too early, Tessa explained. I had a Yeti, Yeti ice block up my butt last night while I trained agility. The absolute irony. <laughs> oh my God. What? So yeah, so this guy definitely poured hot coffee on his butthole to uh, make good on a bet. Here's I gotta an idea. Give him, I gotta give him props. I, I mean, mean, that that takes some wherewithal to follow through. Uh, but here's an idea: don't put something up on a bet that you that you can't yeah. deliver on, or you shouldn't deliver well, on. Well, I don't know. It, it was clearly done for like comedic effect, right? Like it was said. <sighs> to imply I, like, I can I can feel I don't know why but I can feel that I can feel like hot coffee on your anus like what that would feel like I'm just picturing a jackass-esque jackass the movie-esque like tableau of people holding your legs back and holding your balls away so the camera can see the the coffee hitting the balls or slot you know running down the balls onto the asshole I feel like the balls need to be involved. Uh, I would think that the the balls might get the residual. I mean, it makes sense for you to bend over and have your asshole be the first thing. So mm. then the hot coffee hits your asshole and then runs down your balls. So you get burned both places, really. Yeah. And your taint is, like, on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that would... If there was a um, um, procedure documented... For the delicate nuances of burning your anus with hot coffee, I feel like I, I might be able to write that. I'm thinking about the poetry of what we're discussing right now. And it's it's poetic, really. You know, this guy made a bet, the, a potentially life-threatening bet. 
you know, depending on how badly he burned himself. He or maybe say, it could get you millions of dollars if you did it with McDonald's coffee. Yeah. Well, McDonald's probably not, but maybe, I don't know, there's some other restaurant out there that Chick-fil-A. doesn't have a warning. It doesn't have a warning on their cups. Yeah. You know, like, don't pour this in your asshole. How was I supposed to know I wasn't supposed to pour hot coffee in my asshole? If I was going to maliciously lawsuit somebody like that, <laughs> I would definitely do it with a company that I already have a hatred for. So I would, like, get a Chick-fil-A hot coffee exactly. and pour my asshole at Hobby Lobby. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And say, I was just testing the absorbency of these cotton pads here for my next project. And you know what? The hot, man, it melted that shit and it glued itself to my buttocks and gave me third degree burns. So I'd be I'm like, much worse off than I would have been if I had done this at a Michael's or a Joanne's fabric. I'm thinking. They didn't stop me from touring the, from pouring the hot coffee into my asshole as the, or telling me that I shouldn't pour hot coffee in my asshole like they would do. And you're negligent because you didn't stop me from doing it here in your store. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do those Christmas tree shops that are open all year, are those fronts for the mob? If they are, it's with reasonably priced, uh, you know, sundries that are useful and or tasty. Yeah, tasty. Yeah. They sell like uh, snacks and stuff there. Oh, do they? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was just wondering because, I mean, at at Christmas time, I can see, uh, you know, a hearty trade. Maybe like Thanksgiving, even early is like maybe, you know, late. You know, middle of fall, something like that. I can see people getting hankering for some Christmas tree action, right? All the way through, even till past January, I could see it. So people are like, I want to get the sales. I want to get the stuff for next year. But August, July, I think you that know, the like... name Christmas tree shop is kind of misleading because I don't think it's so much that it's for Christmas. It's more like there's always a bunch of presents and fun stuff there, like there would be under a Christmas tree. Maybe. Because they really sell a like variety of stuff. If you've never been, uh, lawn furniture, uh, garden stuff, um, you know, dollar store type things, pet stuff. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of everything there. Well, I, I'm thinking of a very specific store in, in Virginia Beach. Um, it's, it, it's called the Christmas tree store. Well, there's a place it's, called Christmas tree shop. It's in, I know, you know I'm aware of the yeah. bigger one. That's like a franchise. Daily. Yeah. This was not, this is a small, like one story of a house in, in Virginia beach. <laughs> it was open 24 hours a day and it only sold Christmas 24, seven, 24, seven. And it only sold Christmas goods. I mean, there must be a niche for it if they were able to maintain business. But that is kind of, you know, uh, one of maybe two, you want to celebrate the birth of our Lord. One of um, two theories all the time. One of two theories. The first theory is that it was, it was, th- it thrived entirely on novelty. Where'd you buy that Christmas ornament at four o'clock in the morning? Oh, this place here in town. Okay, so there's that. You know, so that only lasts you so long. And I guess during the winter, maybe they get a trade from the people who live there and want Christmas ornaments. But then the other thing that's occurred to me is that the Christmas tree store, well, maybe as, you know, maybe it's like a front, like they're selling trees, right? Like, you know, getting a little bit of that green action up in there. You go in there and you'd be like, listen, I'm looking for... 
a bag of Christmas trees. They're gonna I need be some like Douglas fir. Yeah, they're gonna be like, meet me out back, and then they're gonna <laughs> come back and they're just gonna sell you some weed and everything is good. Or just a bag full of pine trimmings, which would really, you know, fuck with you. It would fuck with you. It would probably yeah. destroy your lungs. <laughs> I don't think pine oil is not is something that you needs to be infused and then inhaled. I don't know. I don't want to try it. I think it would get pretty hot and probably burn the shit out of your lungs. Yeah, it'd be like a one, one stupid mistake uh, kind of a deal. Back when I was in my, yes, yeah, one time mistake for sure. When I was in my 20s, early 20s, we had just, we, we were just getting out of the army and we had befriended these, this group of like Wiccans and we got invited to one of their little things. Like, and it was a bunch of dudes. I've known some Wiccans. I'm just <laughs> fucking thinking of the stuff that I know. <laughs> Well, it through was my a, own experience that made me, you know, smile. Let's, let's see how they compare. Because for me, it was a bunch of it was a bunch of people who were okay. It was a bunch of people for sure who were all theater majors in life at, at some point. You I, know? Yeah, I mean, they, they're they, very. They they're give just, off the air of the experience in that area. Yes, but it's the way they communicate, the way they carry themselves. Just you know, they were a theater person, like a theater major, or wanted to be. Or at least like a band kid, something like that. So you definitely got grown-up band kid, theater kid vibes. Um, every man there smoked a pipe, and um, I was expected to try it. I was like, "Well, I smoke cigarettes. Is that okay?" They're like, "We prefer you smoke your cigarettes outside." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll sure I'll try a pipe," <laughs> and. Um, it was it was like um, they taught us how to make our own incense, which was kind of cool. And I have since used that practice myself. Um, and it's kind of nice if you don't mind fucking around with all the raw materials that's required to do it. Like, you know, you have to get like a resin or some kind of uh, resonated like uh, rock, like myrrh or frankincense. Uh, you need an oil and then you need um, you need like some herbs and other types of uh, things like uh, like uh, mistletoe is one. You can use um, rosemary, believe it or not. Like pretty much any herb or or or, or spice. I have an aunt named Rosemary, and she's completely useless. Well, I'm saying that any any she also spice, would not be good in incense. No, but you can put these spices no. together and. According to the Wiccan beliefs, like each one has certain healing properties or psychic powers or whatever. Wiccans which, remind me of hippies. They are like hippies. I mean, one hundred percent. That's they like are, the immediate thought that I had. Like the pipe thing kind of threw are. me off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you said no, they had a pipe and it was, you know, filled with herb, I would have been like, all right. Strangely, I that see was that. no. That's something I found very interesting about any Wiccan group I've ever been a part of is that the consumption of marijuana was done entirely separate from from everything else hmm. um, because they realized that it was not for everyone and they didn't want to make it part of ritual uh, some people would have been like me would have been very happy to make it part of ritual um, but for them it was like well we don't want to and there's kids around and they shouldn't be forced to try it or do it so yeah it was just and they shouldn't be around it and all that kind of thing and 
So yeah, I never was in a coven or a circle of any kind where they were like, you know, yeah, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was a pipe. Mostly it was a lot of rehashed, goofy stuff that they saw in some other book or magazine or YouTube video. Like one time they're like, we're going to take these rocks and we're going to write our problems on them. And then we're going to bury them in our garden. Yeah. And we're going to let the water wash them away. Yeah, it's... it's and I'm like, uh, what a bunch of bullshit. The this most hippy-dippy sounding shit that you yeah. could possibly imagine. And it's, mixed with, like, a little bit of magic and a little bit of religion. <laughs> you know. <coughs> most of it... Most of it isn't magical. It's just place setting. I meant I mean, the, they give it the air of, of, of magic, you know, magic. Yes, right, right. that's that's what I meant. I didn't right. literally mean it was. But if they do a card trick or something, I'll be like, I'm all for it. That's that's great. Well, I mean, there if are I become a Wiccan, I'll be able to juggle. Is that what you're telling me? Then I'm in. There are a lot of forms <laughs> of magic. And, and I mean, I don't I don't know that any of them are any more or less valid than any others. But they all they're all supposedly just do you believe in forms. magic. I don't in a young girl's heart. I do and I don't. I don't believe that magic is some mystical thing. I think that magic is a practical set of, of, of symbolistic things that people used to do that we now call psychology mm -hmm. and psyops. <laughs> you know, like like a lot of stuff that like high-end military uses could be likened to magic. Like, I mean, you know, some of the backmasking and stuff they were putting in me in, 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 in audio tracks for the public consumption, uh, you know, uh, subliminal messaging attempts. That was attempts to, to inject information in someone's mind without their consent. That's magic, as, as magical as anything can actually be. You know, that is trying to alter someone's brain through technique. So as far as I'm concerned, that's an attempt at black magic. It doesn't make it some mystical thing or that, you know, there doesn't need to be a God involved in any mm -hmm. of that. It's just a word, you know, people get all like Harry Potter about it. Like, oh yeah, magic, like Harry Potter. Like, yeah, no one's transforming the cats. That's not ever happened <laughs> anyway. Not legitimately, no. But there are techniques and technologies that exist that can allow you to that can completely trick you into into thinking you're seeing one thing when you're actually seeing something entirely differently. Um, and there are people who can do that with their hands right in front of you. So, yeah, your brain is easily fooled. You are susceptible mm -hmm. to magic and anything that tricks you and that or any technology that you don't understand sufficiently is magic. That's all it is. It's just something you don't understand. And I guarantee you that the folks that run taxes you know, are magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taxes are the worst magic trick ever. <laughs> I don't understand them. That's all. Like, they should just have a casino system instead. Like, it, it just taxes. You just, you know, like you must spend any money you have left at the month, at the end of the month <laughs> at the casino. That would be horrible. And if you, if you win, you get to keep it. And that's yours forever, but because I'd it, never get to experience that because I don't ever have any month or any dude. money left at the end of the month. Well, obviously, it would be a more communistic society where you're you'd be given a more, I don't know, <laughs> equitable amount of money 
for <laughs> the work that you do and the things that you earn. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. Someone explained equity to me, equity to me the other day because I always didn't understand, like, what's the difference between that and equality? And they said, okay, so equality is, reality is you've got three people looking at a skyline through a fence or, you know, they're trying to look over a fence. There's a tall guy. He can see over the fence just fine. There's a medium sized kid who can't see over the fence. And there's a short kid who can't see over the fence. Equality is taking three rock, three stumps, putting them next to each other. And everyone stands on one of the stumps. Tall guy could already see over the short guy can now see over and the little guy still can't. Equity is when you have the guy who can see on his own look over without the aid of a box. The short guy gets one box and the other guy gets the other two boxes. They all three can see over the fence. So that's equity. And I'm like, okay. So it's about taking the resources available to us and then redistributing them in such a way that everyone has an equal end point as opposed to where their starting point was. It's mm. about it's about focusing on outcomes as opposed to inherent ah, okay. perceived equalities. Because we can talk about inherent perceived equalities all we want, but at the end of the day, people aren't equal. Someone who's born without a hand is not equal to someone who's born with a hand. They are given a set of experiential difficulties that you and I may never ever experience. I'm and hoping not. I'm hoping not too, but it terrifies me. The idea of it is terrifying. You know, you'd have to relearn how to do everything, how to cook, how to clean, how to clean after yourself, how to masturbate, how yeah, to right. wipe like, your I, ass. I don't like, like wiping my ass with my other hand. I'm pretty dead set in the way I do it. Yeah. Yeah. All those yeah. things that you would have to learn. You know, I guess you get a bidet and that solves that problem. Yeah. But uh, I guess you still have to mop your ass up after the bidet, don't you? Like it doesn't just automatically dry. Yeah, you still have to wipe up, yeah. dry off a little yeah. bit. It's just I mean, that you're not pulling you, mud the entire time. You pop. You can pop the. You can pop for the more expensive model that has With the air, air blower. Yeah, blower, yeah, and then you can have a no no con yeah, contact free butthole experience. And it'd be like. <laughs> If you had a really loose butthole. If you had a really loose butthole. Or if you had really big, you know, piss flaps if you're a lady. I'm thinking, though, if you're sitting on the toilet, you're at your most, your most, like, maximized of your butthole. Your butthole's being stretched, so it's not going to be that loose. In if that. you're sitting on the toilet the right way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could sit on the toilet with your cheeks clenched. I don't know how conducive that is to taking a shit, but... I don't think it'd be very. I'm sure somebody's done it. I find that leg and leg placement is of utmost importance. When yeah, the squatty potty things are uh, are pretty amazing for that. But mm -hmm. uh, it's just something about having my underwear that much closer to my face that I'm just kind of not a big fan of. Well, you gotta like, you gotta like, you commit, man. You gotta take the shoe off, and you gotta take that pant leg off, and you gotta command. Be not in a public restroom. Warrior pose, my man. Warrior pose. Public restroom or no, you take that other pant leg off, sir. You take that shoe off, sir. I'm going to give take, you a suggestion. You take the shirt off even though you don't need to. Um, Do you know I'm going to give you a suggestion. Because it's a power move. Try shitting with – just go in and take your shirt off before you take a shit. It's super freeing, and I, and I don't know why it is such – when I was in but the like army, you're going against con modern convention and shitting shirtless, which this half of your body doesn't really have a whole lot to do with the whole shitting process once it reaches that point anyway. It doesn't, but it's so freeing. 
but it's yeah it's pretty awesome it's very freeing yes um well it, it's at to the point where like i'm so used to that that when i can't i feel constricted especially if i'm wearing like multiple layers like when i was in the army i remember one time i was I, you know we 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 go in the public restroom at lunchtime and in in our barracks and i would go in there with my novel and i would fucking take my jacket off and my shirt off and i'd hang it on the inside of the thing and then i'd take a shit with a shirt and a shirt on and one time my my one buddy said man that's a serious shit if you had to take your shirt off i was like every shit is a serious shit my dude you say you took a novel in there yeah, I took a book into read. A book, okay, yeah. yeah. So I thought, like, I wasn't sure if there was a piece of clothing referred to as a novel that you were wearing. Like, you threw me off. To, like, you, the book got mentioned, then I was nothing an odd else. Thing. You know, yeah, it was an odd thing yeah. to say. Like, it just dropped off after that. Like, what do you do with the book? <laughs> I had a Tom Robbins book, and I had it sitting on the floor so that you could see the title of it from the floor if you were walking past it. And my one, and my old roommate goes. Tim Robbins writes. <laughs> Tim Robbins. Tom no, Robbins. Tony, Tony Robbins. It's that crazy dude with the big teeth. Go on down to the barn and get yourself a cow. Ride it all around the town. Your neighbors <laughs> will say wow. Rolling down the street in my horse and buggy. Looking quite resplendent in my woolen snuggy. Don't come acting like I'm some kind of fucking clown. You're the one who's upside down. Oh, and on that note, uh, I don't even have anything that can top that. So um, uh, we'll just have to reconvene and that'll have to be a story for another time. Thanks for joining us for Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the surprise that you got, knowing that I tried weed and it was awesome. Bye. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh.